This match is now officially a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Go ahead, you two. You two ruined so anyways, the something. Wait, no, we, we agreed that the bear would beat the gorilla, Clint. Like, I don't understand why you're trying to make a fight out of us coming to it. Like, we, we're, we're making strides and growths. Yeah. As my therapist I, says, you two were just in the middle of something while I was coming back from my piss, and I was like, "Sorry to cut you off. We got to go." Uh, I remember what it was. You decided the opening to the show and starting on time was more important than us being peaceful. It was. Cool, it is. Though. It is important for the two people that tune in. It's right at like, nine for what, what is this? What is this? This clearly is not indie wrestling because we started on time. I know this is kind of like. I don't know. It's a lie. I'm lost. No, no, because sometimes you start fifteen fucking minutes early when you're in the <laughs> middle of your piss break. Oh, are you talking about the show last week? I was a little taken back. So, first of all, let's do the intros. My name is Clinton Davis. You can find me at PK Batman on Twitter. To my right. Um, Ethan, you can find me at Jensen Collins 3 on Twitter. And I am Jeremiah Goldman. I am the owner of this amazing podcast. And you can find me on everything at the 24K Lion. And do the thing. Do the thing. What thing? Well, now you say, and you can find all of our all this podcast. I don't oh, know and then you can find all of it. You can find us on Twitter at On a Forklift Pod. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, is. and Apple Podcasts now at On a Forklift Wrestling Podcast. Soon Switch it On a Forklift Wrestling Pod. Soon to be Google Podcasts. Fuck me, we're everywhere. And, and Thursday nights and at night. There's another one and coming. What, what other it. one is coming? I don't know. You two are in charge of that now. No, no, no. There's another one. We're going to be on the hub. Ah. Oh, yeah. And coming soon to Pornhub. And Thursday nights at 9 p.m. on UPN. Uh, Wait, no. What are we after this week? Uh, we're right after... The PJs! Uh, the Martin Lawrence show. Oh, I wanted to be... A, damn it. We didn't get the PJs. We could have been under... We could have been after that. That's fine by me. I don't know. We're always following... Library. Thank you for joining me on Saturday night. Bree joined us for commentary for the co-main and the main event. It was a lot of fun to have her. I watched that, actually. Good job, Bree. Mm-hmm. Also, job. big shout out to JD, Jimmy Davis, my dad, for coming on and doing uh, commentary with me. Uh, he did really good. He was so over that he is now the official, my official broadcast partner for Metro Pro Wrestling shows. JD will be returning for all Metro Pro shows from here on out. Also announcing that my co-commentator for all Horror Slam events going forward will be AY. The guy who did commentary with me for the first half of Horror Slam. Oh, he did my match. Okay, I liked him. Yeah, yeah. Like AY him. will be my new broadcast partner for Horror Slam shows. So two different broadcast teams. Still, we'll have special guests. We'll just have a three-man booth. And he's a music person, right? And he's a musician. So yeah, I need to I need to hit him up. He needs the he needs to design me a theme song. Well, you can hang out with him at the Tommy Chong Fifth Annual Celebrity Golf Outing. May 13th. I'm going to. Yes, where I'm we will all to. be hanging out. Listen, there's only one goal that day, and I need you guys to understand this. We have to smoke weed with Cheech and Chong and get a picture of it because then that grants you the right to smoke weed 
anywhere you want. It's a law. It's anywhere in the Geneva you want. Convention. It's real. Hey, man, are we parked? Dog, bro, listen. The first chapter of my autobiography is based off a joke of theirs, right? Let me give you some context. Okay. I want to know what joke it is because I I'm I am a purveyor of Cheech and Chong the albums. Oh god, Sister so, Mary so, Catherine and all the that. movies so, for me. The movies. Let me give you let me give you the context. My father's name was David. <laughs> but he's not here. <laughs> no man, open up. It's me, David. Oh, Dave, Dad. Oh, man, Dave's not here. Dave's not here, man. Fucking A. We got that to look forward to. We got a lot of things looking forward to. We have next week, Ethan, do you want to let people know about uh, our crossover show coming up? Yes. So all three of us, including two other fine folks from the Michigan Independent Weekly slash Wrestling Rage, are going to be joining us both on our channel and on their channel. So it's going to look a little strange. You're going to see two new faces on here. You're going to have Cody Fleming and Josh Happy Harper are both going to be here. And we are going to be previewing for us wrestlings. It's going to be May with Mr. Jeremiah Goldmain, uh, who is currently buffering. And gone. And gone. Gone this forever. Is, that's you know, Aaron Hernandez. It's the NFL draft. That's topical. Um, anyway, yeah. So next Wednesday, 7 p.m. That is when that show is going to be rolling, hitting the airwaves. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really interesting. Um, Cody and the group over there are some people that we looked up to. Uh, and just, you know, it's one of those weird things that works out. Everybody kind of expects some kind of tension to happen. And we said, you know what? It's 2023. Let's throw this shit out the window. We're not having tension. We're going to build. As multiple people have stated, uh, we're going to form a veritable Voltron of uh, podcasting and, and wrestling broadcasts in the Michigan India area. So... That's what we're going to do. But there will be no changes to the channels at all. This is currently, this is a one-off, but we're all friends. And we're going to see how it goes and shakes out from there. And we'll we'll continue. Uh, You're talking about about the entropy I did this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he started a a group chat. I did. The Super Indie Podcast. The Super Indie Podcast. Well, so like, I don't know, man. Like, it's. I don't know. A, you already know my views. Everybody should work together. There's millions of dollars out there. We could all be making our piece of it. Yet we all want to have the full million, and that's stupid because then nobody's rich. But, you know, so Cody was like, Cody, my boy, was like, man, you know it would be really cool if we did something with, like, on a forklift. Because, like, I, I work with, like, all of the podcasts for the most part that matter. You work with everybody. I try I to because you should because like it's I don't know man it's it, I don't know we can all like I said we can all get over so uh, I, I have a thing real quick before this well, leaves my head uh, I have a name for us the super the super ind the super independent Michigan podcast it's a simps like it. it's simps ah, I like it yeah everyone simps like we do um, but yeah so Cody said hey raw. You know, it'd be cool. We do something like a giant fu fucking pre-show thing, and I was like, "That does sound good." And then, not even two seconds later, we had a group chat. Yeah, back history. Boom. Awesome. Well, speaking of working places, do you are you allowed to tip off where you were at over? Uh, was it when you were absent from the show a couple of weeks ago? No, I no, no, but if you watch Anthem TV tonight, you could see my beautiful face somewhere. I do not work there though. I like no, listen. No. But I was I was there 
I like I'm a, I'm a young strapping dude. They, you know, shit gets rowdy. You need people to wear security shirts sometimes. You do the role. It happens. You gotta, you know, sometimes you gotta call in the big guns. You gotta ship them over, uh, not overseas, but over a border. That's man. Sometimes you got to over bro. lakes. Over lakes. No, it's a it's, yeah, it is a lake. I was gonna call it an ocean, but then I would have looked stupid. But let's uh, let's talk about this because we did do Metro Pro this past week. Jeremiah said he has watched the show. He was not in attendance. Jeremiah, what were your thoughts? Oh shit! Pause. I'm on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so it's look at that timing. Couldn't have worked out better. I looked and I was like, "There's my stupid blonde hair. That's awesome." I don't think my hair is stupid, but it's in a ponytail on TV. It's amazing. My hair is amazing. But what were your thoughts on the Metro Pro show? Oh, I didn't. I didn't go. I was at Luke Combs. No, you said you watched it though. Oh, I no, I watched like a little bit of it. I watched like I saw. I listened to Bree do some commentaries. I watched uh, Wick and Hotch. No, I didn't actually watch that. To be honest with you, because like. I, I talked with some people and they like told me the few things to watch. That was one of them. But I never got to it. Cause like there was some comedy to watch and then there was some, uh, some endings to watch. Well, good news is if you ever want to watch it, it's still up on our YouTube it channel. Is. We fixed that problem to where uh, the live videos don't just disappear off into a weird playlist. They're now very topical on the most recent video. And there will be swearing. From here on out. At Metro Pro? There, that was a one and done. I felt awkward as fuck. Not He's PG-13-ing this, basically. He's yeah. following the same the same PG-13 movie rules. Yeah, you know, two shits a night. Like, maybe one, sh- maybe, excuse me, one fucking hour is what I'm bro, getting at here. Bro, listen. And I it's only because Tommy dropped one. Well, oh, Tommy. Gonna- the whole audience was dropping them. Well, yeah, bro. The audience swears. The kids swear. Like, hear me out. Like, everybody fucking swears. Like, yeah. I understand. Like, I'm a big believer. Like, believe it or not. Like, at specific shows, I will swear, but most of the time, I really don't because you don't need to. Like, it's you don't. But at the same time, here's the thing. Reality is, people swear all the time at all levels and for anybody to act as if oh my god entertainment swore in front of my child the fuck gone with you get gone (laughs) to the woods with you to die yeah you know like go liveth under thy rock so speaking of that speaking of the children part of it i did a watch along on Bree's channel i'm not sure if she's still in here uh, over on the wrestle talk wolfpack we did a watch along of the metro pro show last uh, sunday night i think we did it um anyway uh something i stated on there there's the front row and you can't see them in the video but there's a bunch of kids occasionally you can see them those kids kept that crowd into the whole freaking thing and it was awesome there's this one little girl she had to be five six years old she had to be the loudest person in there and she was giving everybody shit getting in nate's face it was great Mm -hmm. kids kids are man kids bring the energy that fucking adults don't seem to have anymore yeah that was the one thing my girlfriend said when she was there it was that the kids were entertaining as shit to watch 
How does your girl, was she hanging out with you upstairs or was she? No, she was downstairs. She had some girlfriends with her. Got you. Yeah, they were all watching. They stuck around until after the DTA versus AVZ and Avery match because AVZ is Missy's favorite. Wow. (laughs) Ooh, ooh, ooh. Followed closely by Jeremiah. She said that about this She, hold on. She said her dream main event for that drag show that you and I talked about is AVZ and Jeremiah Goldmain in the main oh, event. Can't, can't walk it back. <laughs> I heard stuff. You can't unhear things. I can pretend that I'm over it, but oh yeah, oh yeah. Your girlfriend, if he's her second favorite. Mine went to a Luke Combs show just to find him. Yeah, she did. my wife. <laughs> Anyway, so that was what happened last last week. This week, big week oh. in wrestling. Both something happened last night and coming up tomorrow. Roderick Strong is back. Roddy's back. He's also on the NXT roster page still. That's the most important thing for me this week is that Roderick Strong is back. Why? A, a really I love a Roderick Strong. Surprise. Why? He's one of the best wrestlers on the face of the earth. Why? Why? Have you yeah, seen him? Are all, the these, are all, these are all generalized statements. Clinton no, really genuinely, one of the best, in, one of the I, best I, in-ring performers that this generation has seen. Like one of the best strikers, like fast-paced as fuck. One of technical submissions for days. Messiah of the Backbreaker. I can name matches from NXT, PWG, Ring of Honor for days involving fucking Roderick Strong that you can oh, go out good. of your I way just, to watch. I just, I just wanted why without blanket statements. I like no, his promo just, about never going back to the trailer park. Like his uh his one hour his one hour Broadway with fucking Jay Lethal from Ring of Honor is a classic. His 400 plus day reign with the PWG World Title made it feel like the most important world title on the planet at one point. Yeah, I'm not arguing. I just mm-hmm. I just I just so like I don't know, like it's got to defend stuff you know what i mean you can't just be like oh well because he wanted the best well no there's like there's like 50 people i hear people you know what i mean like so so just over the accolades former ring of honor tag team champion television champion world champion former nxt cruiserweight champion three-time tag team champion north american champion fucking has held titles all over the fucking world outside of there wrestled for new japan has wrestled for uh what is it? Dream and Noah? I think it I like, was over in Japan. I like Roddy because I like backbreakers. Because like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. So the I, end of heartache is one of my favorite finishers of all time. Just hear a me fucking out. flip suplex on the knees. Hear me out, right? I'm so I have I have a big gripe with the business that I love. Mm-hmm. Right, because an RKO is more devastating than a neckbreaker, and I don't get it. I, it's just a, it's, it's a, nope. I'm not even going to say it because you know, you're, driving, you're driving their forehead into the ring. Sure. Compared to, or, like, or I'm smacking the back of your head, which is CTE. Like it's fine. I, I'm just saying dog. I, I'm just saying to me, give me the RKO all day. Cause like. Yeah, Cody's popped like on the, it's nine 16 and Cody's awake. What happened? Holy shit. Well, he's oh. Call of Dutying. Like, he's only oh. half probably paying attention to us. He's getting carried right now by the Michigan made fucking militia, Mongo. You know what game he's I really beat good. Today he's in one really sitting? good at Call of Duty. Like, it's scary. You know what game I beat in one sitting today? 
What? Stray. What it's is a stray? game where it's a game where you're a cat in a post-apocalyptic world where it's just all robots and you get separated from your family in an underground world. Um, I'm intrigued. Tell me more. Yeah, you just make friends with robots and okay. you go on and you do all cat things like you can smack things off a counter. <laughs> yes. And you can like nuzzle up to people's legs and take well, naps. There's there's a trophy in the game for taking a nap in the game for a literal hour. Like leave oh. the controller alone, let the cat nap to music. That's amazing. And Cody, it's because we're friends and like well, it's because I have ADHD brain, so I pay attention to stupid shit like people's habits. It's fine though. I'm sorry, also I'm really high, so I'm like an open book. Add me on PlayStation at PK Batman. Can I can I nitpick something while we're talking about wrestling moves? Because yes. this is a wrestling. Yeah, bro, please. Because like, it, isn't that annoying about the netbreaker? No one should. No one should ever pick out of a tombstone pile driver. And yes, I'm talking about somebody from this weekend. Uh, or no, sorry, not this weekend. But I've seen it happen. No one should. Tombstone pile driver and like the like the Death Rider or a or a Jake the Snake DDT. Never. You're getting your head driven into the mat. Your neck is being compressed. That's concussion city. Like that's what it looks like. That's how it should be treated. For the longest time, Jake's was one of the most protected finishers in the entire business, and yeah, no one well, kicked out of it for a long time. Also, so, Jimmy Snooker took that shit realsies to the floor, and that helps. Yeah, <laughs> the person. It helps a lot. Killed a person, a so he deserved it. Well, that might that could have technically been the 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 catalyst. That that could have been the 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 moment in which like the timeline could not be rewritten, sir. Schematics. As long as it's delivered by Petey. Well, so hear me out. Like, so here's the thing, and like I'm just gonna throw it out there. Uh, counter argument to everything we just said that's valid. Uh, so the people that did those moves that could beat you with them, they were masters of that craft. Everybody else is just a half or trying to replay the original and they're not as good. So they can't put you away with that move because it ain't theirs. That's I can do that. Yeah. What up, Tommy? Like, I mean, so like I can't Canadian destroy, like, I mean, I can do it. I'm, I'm pretty athletic. Like I'm pretty like if I hit some sativa, I'm a thousand percent certain I could do a Canadian destroyer, but I don't think I'm gonna pin anybody with it. So right? My philosophy like, in wrestling is if you have a move that puts people away, like I'm gonna take for instance here when Seth Rollins couldn't put away the fiend with nine stomps, I'd retire that maneuver the next day. Like it, Cody Rhodes with the crossroads. If you need five of them bitches to put someone away, it's not a signature maneuver. Go back to the vertebraker. The vertebraker is a stellar finishing maneuver that no started. one should kick out of. Pause. What if what if it's Brock Lesnar though? I Brock Lesnar unpopular opinion. F5 should be one and done. Well, no, I no, I meant like so like I hit Brock Lesnar with one of my move, right? I, I so, don't feel like Brock Lesnar. No, here's what I'm horrible. saying is like is like this instance where it was the nine stomps or the five crossroads or whatever. Like, no, I get there's, it. There's I, certain instances like you know Braun Strowman or a Brock Lesnar or a Roman Reigns in this instance kicking out of one of them. Fine, but if you can't put them away with the second one, you need to move on. I I stand behind Cody should stop doing the crossroads and go back to that vertebraker. Yeah, the, the vertebraker. So here's the issue, right? 
I, 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 I a thousand percent will stand on the ground that Cody Rhodes is super safe and is completely fine to do the coder breaker or the vertebraker. The issue is, is that's a move where the person receiving it also needs to be of that level. And it, it's, it's bro. That's a, like, so the, like, like, man, no, nah, it's too risky dog. Like you can hear me out. You don't no, need like, it. you know how like the burning hammer, it was used eight times in his career. Seven, I think it's seven. Seven, seven. and then uh, Kendrick used it once. Yes, seven times in his career. No one kicked out of it. Imagine yeah. at SummerSlam, Cody picks up Roman, drops him with a vertebraker. One, two, three, that's it. What, it's but, that's, why is that the, but why does that have to be the vertebraker? I'm just no, saying. I'm well, saying a move in general, not just. I'm going off this whole thing with the vertebraker because I've just, I love Cody's. Yeah, I no, I, I love the idea as long as it's not that move. But like that secret finishing maneuver, like when yeah. Roman Reigns was doing the guillotine choke. Well, that like, wasn't secret. That he literally won pay per view after pay per view after pay per view with it. Three wins in a row is not a secret. Mm-hmm. One win, two not, and then another. Oh shit, we got something. Like, I, but I, I agree with you a thousand percent. Your ultimate move. You're like Jesus Christ. I gotta bust out the spirit bomb level shit. No, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Goku only dropped the spirit bomb twice. Every fucking no, he, I feel like he did it like almost all the time. To Frieza and Taboo, he didn't do it to anyone else in the. I DC feel like there was a spirit bomb in Cell Saga. Why are you? Cell, lie yep, to me? three, three. So yep, he I did think. it literally every fucking storyline in a row once he could do it, and he only killed Boo with it. Well, because it was a bad move. Yes. Well, it's like I, I thought when Kenny came over and started wrestling in North America more, he should have just never used the one wing angel until it was necessary. You took well, such a protected move in New Japan. I don't think it's that devastating looking. It's not getting it broke there, your ottoman. But it, yeah, but that's because I was fat or you're fat or whatever. One of us was. Both we're of us were. Um, yeah. I, I just at some point you have to like guys. Ha- if guys are supposed to be the shit, they have to be something that's like that's like that i think like brock like the f5 is if he's taking that on if he's hitting it on roman or cena or somebody okay those guys have an established pedigree of you know big time matches getting out of shit they're both like 99s in the game bro that's what i'm saying so if lesnar goes and he hits that on fucking cedric alexander he's not getting up it's done hey guys you know what i have a fun list Let's dissect this top 10 list of the most protected finishers in wrestling history. Fuck yeah, oh, let's Baron, do that. Screw Baron what we're going to talk about. I'm here Baron for Corbin, it. Baron Corbin, end of days, number one. Love that finisher. Love it. Okay. Oh, it was also no. really well protected. Yes, it was. Very. First person to kick out of it was Drew McIntyre. Fun fact, yeah. at WrestleMania which, 37. Which is and fine. they made a deal about it, too, which was awesome because it popped the schmarks. Let's go over number 10, the one-winged angel, Kenny Omega. Yeah, it was really good until it wasn't, and then it's never been like really protected nope. since. Still and has never been ki- has only been kicked out of once by Kota Ibushi. Only once. What the one week? Yep, yeah. it's only been kicked out of once by Kota Ibushi. I already said my piece on it. I think I think Will Osprey should kick out of the one wing angel at Wembley because I think that should be one of the ma- that should be the co-main. He's gonna win the belt back at Wembley. Next. Oh, okay. So this is a very old finisher, but I remember a lot of controversy involving this one. The heart punch from Ox Baker. Very old move. 
I remember the there was the big controversy. He punched someone in the chest with it, and then they just started spitting up blood. And this was like back in the day where kayfabe was super protected. So he picked him up and then he punched him in the heart again. And there were damn near riots thinking he was trying to kill someone in the ring. Well, it's because he punched a guy in the chest. Like we've all seen Kill Bill, right? Just yeah, but hear me out. Have you ever actually been just punched in the chest? Knocks the wind out of you, but like it sucks. But it ain't like I'm dying. Like, I mean, unless it's unless you end up with commotio cordis from it. It was sure, but, but like, that's like that's that's like one in like four billion chance, you know. Bro, you could bump your head theoretically on anything and die. Oh right? yeah, like yeah. For for the record, it was Alberto Torres who at the time may have been competing with a ruptured pancreas. Oh, well, he cheated. Well, that's his fault. Mm-hmm. That's like blaming Rey Mysterio for killing that guy when he didn't. Like, it's just shit happens. Too soon. Number well, and, he, and the guy didn't land right. Like, fuck. Come on. Arms over the rope, dude. Too soon. Number, number eight, the Gotch-style pile driver. In reference to Minoru Suzuki and Carl Gotch. I was like, yeah, but like, but so Cesaro though had it and like yeah, no his was the neutralizer. He didn't do a pile driver. He did a oh yeah, no you right, right. and he fell forward. No you're yeah. right. Um, I've got no qualms with that. I think pile drivers should never be kicked out of, especially an avalanche pile driver. I saw I someone feel like, bro. What about a flipping one? The flipping one's fine because the guy lands on his ass most of the time. Like, he's landing on his tailbone. Most of the time, the guy's head doesn't even hit the mat. But when you see a good pile driver, I'm over the Canadian Destroyer. It's a transition move at this point. But it shouldn't be. But here we are. Super kicks, RKOs, and Destroyers are all transition moves now. I agree with you, but here's the problem. Everything on this list, it could be a transition move. Yeah, because fucking John Moxley does the gotch style pile pile driver as a transition move into his bulldog joke. Bro, it's uh... next move. Oh, this one makes sense. The bonsai drop from Yokozuna. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dog, listen. Yeah. <laughs> if you kick out of that, it's because you're twitching. It's not. Yeah, you're convulsing. It's not because you have breath in your body. No, but 600 pounds coming straight down on your chest from the second rope. Super believable. <laughs> I want to change that name to the aisle drop because uh racist anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is wasn't one Japanese. Move. That's one move in WWE that has never been kicked out of, not even Hulk Hogan. He was stretchered out of the arena when Yokozuna did it to him. Number six, the red slash black arrow from Pac slash Neville. Dog, I want to, I got to make a joke real quick. Go ahead. I have a hundred percent feeling when Hulk Hogan got into the ambulance, he kicked out. (laughs) (laughs) Kicked out. There's a, I still had to do it, brother. Mr. Balboa, Mr. Not beating me tonight. What? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> so, so the Black Arrow never got kicked out of in WWE. And it has only been kicked out of once in AEW, according to this list, due to a botch from Bryce Wember. Uh, oh, we're talking about uh, Neville. Yeah. yeah, the Black Arrow. Sorry, Pac. 
Pac, my bad. Uh, Pac, yeah. It says Pac slash Neville. And when he was Neville, it was never kicked out of. The only time it was ever broken up was when he took that pin too hard and he got Seth's foot on the rope for him. Anything? My uh, move's dope. It looks great. Know, he's, about the only, he's about one of the only three or four people that could really land that move right and make it look as cool as it does. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shout out Tanner Nix. You guys saw Tanner. He was for his short for the short shorts or for him. No, no, because Tanner can do a uh, standing uh, black arrow. Fuck me. No, I'm I'm like legit. Like he legit can do it. Like I've seen him. I made him. I actually made him do it. Like like I did one of those asshole things where I probably pushed him. Like when I shouldn't have, but then he did it, so it was fine. So I didn't feel bad because he's alive and wearing awesome American shorts now. That's gimmick infringement. The shorts? He's taking my shorts. I'm fucking with him. I thought it was great. He came out. He did the shorts. That match was uh, a match was a mess, but it was really fun. It was a really fun mess. Uh, the next match one on here is probably my favorite of those secret maneuvers, and that's Randy Orton's punt. Oh, I just got messaged, man. Oh, dogs! I got like my Facebook open. Yeah. And like I can't say the name that just popped up, but it's a group chat I'm in. Sorry to interrupt, but it's really funny. It's from the Soul Taker, but that's not his name in this okay. chat. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm I know the history. <laughs> so it's just flashing on my screen right now. <laughs> blah 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 has messaged you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, if you've been yeah. around the Michigan area long enough, you'll know that nickname. We're not saying yeah. it here. We can't. We're not allowed. Nope. This podcast nope. does not have that pass. Nope. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, I was actually thinking about doing something really fun, and I wanted to run it by because this. Let's is, finish this, this list. Yeah. Real let's quick. do this. <laughs> Jesus. Let's finish the list. Let's go. Five. Randy Orton's punt. Okay. Okay. I missed that move. I wish you no would arguments do it. on it. I like it. Uh, the jackhammer. Yeah, I think I think it's an overrated move. But now I- Goldberg does it. Not when Goldberg does it to the big show. Not when Goldberg does it, period. Eh, I think it's overrated as fuck. That's what's going to end Sting's career. You had to be there. It was dope. Number three is the 3D. It's only, the best tag team it, it's only effective when it has a table with it, though. Like, that's the, like, it's got to have that extra element. I don't know. It still hasn't been kicked out of, uh, the Dudley Boys version, at least, I think the Usos have finally got kicked out of it. Mania. Because I like the I like the Shatter Machine or Big Rig, whatever you want to call it, more than that. Uh, the Burning Hammers, number two. Well, of course, I mean it makes it makes Masawa that that was his that was his dig or Kenta, you know, hit it. What is it, Masawa four times and then the other guy three times? Yep. Jesus, uh, Masawa's green and white tights. Like he had those for like fifteen fucking years, and I'm swear it's the same pair. They do never we have changed. A, do we have a guess for number one? Jake's DDT. Okay. Jeremiah. Ah, uh, no, I got nothing. The Razor's Edge. Oh, is the yeah. most protected move in WWE history. Never kicked out of. Good. Okay. I'm here for that. I loved it. It was super devastating. And there was no way to not make it look devastating, especially mm-hmm. when you started to factor in that Scott Hall was like 6'7". He was a tall motherfucker. So at that point, some some dude's head is fucking nine and a half feet above the <laughs> ground and just boom. Dog, so good. 
I love Ethan Page, but you can take that wrong opinion elsewhere. Wait, cooler than Razor Ramones? That's what he's saying. Oh, that's wrong. It's very wrong. That's like Reed. We normally agree on a lot of things, but like that was that was misplaced. That was a bad take. Oh. Anyways, so this week, starting tomorrow, we have the WWE draft starting. Yeah. More importantly than that, though, there's a pay-per-view. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With big stakes on the line. And I'm not talking about any of the belts they're fighting for. No, or Omaha. I'm talking talking about the stakes of our butthole. (laughs) And the fact that one of us has to suffer a golf outing the next day with it. Yeah. So real, like, 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 I got to let you in on a secret. I'm going to be fine. I have an iron gut, sir. I, I I do this for fun and t-shirts. Like it's true brain jerk, you can catch them there doing all kinds of stuff. Like bro, I, I, I like like dog. Like there's a video online of me massacring these wings that were like making people cry. I did it in like the third place time because I was showboating and being dumb. Because I've what seen I the I've seen the video. Was this the DBA thing or was this the other thing? No, this was the wings out in Standish. Oh oh the no, DBA, okay, yeah. I've seen the DBA ice cream was baller too. That shit was like amazing. And it tasted good. It really did. I'm going to puke if I have to eat it. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be great. You just can't puke in the ring because Greg will kill you. Yeah. Very weird. Or Greg will kill you. you. Because I got like the show that I got to do because it's a halftime, which means there's still half the show. I'll I'll be standing next to you with a trash can. Man, don't puke. I like how we're all just sure it's going to be you. Let's <laughs> look, look we're just getting a contingency plan in place in case it is. Like, I'm just going to mash it and eat it. Like I'm not good with spicy shit. I'm not. I'm going to give me a white claw. I get hot from tacos, man. Dude, tacos are delicious. I know. What they mean. I love tacos. I sweat. I'm, I'm going to be drenching in sweat. I'm going to leave the show early. Don't leave. You got to stay. No. Are you kidding me? Yeah. If I'm shitting blood, I'm leaving. <laughs> no, you just got to get some Chipotle away. No, I don't have any Chipotle away because it's not a real product. Well, first of all, you're wrong. It's Anyways. Not called, it's not called Chipotle away. Two, two big things in the WWE world. One, we have the draft starting tomorrow. This past Monday, they unveiled the new World Heavyweight Championship. Love it. It's amazing branding. It's great. Raw is going to have a world champion. SmackDown is going to have the uwu champion. I like it. Whoever holds that belt now has the permanent acknowledgement that they're number two. Yes. Yep. In regards to belt designs, I do like it because it mixes two of my favorite belts. One is a current, the North American belt from NXT. I really like the design. I like the globe on it mm-hmm. uh, and the big and big gold. So it kind of melded the two together. And every title now has big branding in the center of it. So the people that bitch about, oh, it's got a big WWE, doing it. suck it. Like, just who cares? AEW's got it. New Japan, IG, or IWGP has Eagles. it. I miss Eagles. I miss Wings. Oh, and that's that, that's fine. Put some fucking no. wings on it. It's still gonna end up with a big ass <laughs> W in it. It's about selling shit. It's just, it. it's just like it's just like 
Transformers and G.I. Joe and shit like that. Stuff was made to create or stuff was created to sell merchandise. And that's what the title is there for. It's for branding and to sell it. Plus, oh, that's at least going to be $700 replica. That thing's hot. Plus, look at all the UFC hot. titles. They all look the exact same. You're in the same parent company. Strap the fuck in. Well, that's because it's how it should be. All right. So hear me out. Like, I don't know. You should four hundred and ninety nine dollars, by the way, Jeremiah. How much? Four ninety nine. Well, that's not bad, man. And Ethan, they have the Panini Prism Blaster boxes on WWShop.com right now. I don't know the what 20, that means. The twenty threes. Twenty threes. How much are? Oh God, I don't even want to know. Twenty nine ninety nine. That's not bad. I wonder what Target's got them at though. If we I, can find I, them in a Target, I, I'm Weird. no, I buy them online on Target. They're usually twenty four ninety nine. Anyway, derailing fast. Yeah, no, we we're not. Oh, well, you sent me on WWE Shop to look up the price of a title. So I did after- not. I just said I think it's going to be like seven hundred, and then you, you can't went on say there. I think and me not get an answer. Are you stupid? Oh man. Oh, Ethan. Oh, God, <laughs> Ethan, do you hear him? Wow. He is. He is on one today. He's he on. A, he's. Fiery. I've been smoking since noon. It's been my and, first day off. From and you everything. shouldn't be so cranky. I'm not cranky. You, you need to hit an indica. You need to. You need to relax. Dude, this kid <laughs> gave me this battery, and I was like, "Are you trying to fucking kill me with this thing?" Uh. I mean, yeah, you can get a replica. You can get your own title for four hundred. Why would you want to do that? You can get a replica for five hundred that people would notice at wrestling shows. Well, so Fandu actually does a really good job making repops. And- yeah, I was about to say you can get you can get that WWE belt probably for two hundred, realistically yeah. through uh, like some Middle Eastern site. Yeah, I'll wait Fan- for the twenty five dollar edition to come out at Target. Yeah, yeah Fandu but, does a really good job with belts, though. I will say that. Yeah, you, you can get some, you can get some top quality knockoff fucking Gucci belts, bro. Oh, speaking of belts, Jeremiah, I have relinquished our quiz championship. Why? Because there's no one to defend it against, no one writing quizzes, and I'm kind of bored not having it on our channel. So, I need a fighting champion. May fifteenth. Are you in? What what day is that? It's a Monday. Yeah, I'll be. What time? Eight or nine. I haven't decided yet. Yeah, I'll be in. Yeah. All right. So it's us three. Well, Russ is a maybe. Oh, that's lame. Ethan, who said I'm using you? Ooh, you're not even in, dummy. I'm in every single one of them. Yeah, and it's quizzes. getting stale. Maybe people need to see some new faces. It's getting stale. People love to see me lose, buddy. You're getting Ooh. better though. You're getting closer to winning. You're, so you don't that. want me in it because you're afraid that I'm gonna walk. I can't away have you be double champ. Is? I can't have you be double champ. I'm not no, double not. champ. You're the champ. You right are. Now, you're right? the you're the Jordan of the North. Too? That's fine. Let that sit over there. I don't care. This is wrestling. Actually, actually it's still real to me. Actually, I'd rather have your wife. Oh fuck, so would I, but you know. I think Sam would be a great competitor yeah okay sam are you in you're in the chat give me confirmation may 15th i'll wait Uh, anyway (laughs) we can keep talking about it while you get confirmation. no i'm sitting here in silence waiting for your wife to respond it's a fucking sit-in it's a sit-in 
She's in the chat. I need an answer. She's probably in the chat, but set her phone down. I don't even know what we're talking about. We're talking about a quiz. You're in. Monday, May 15th. Sam Hubbard will be making her debut on the quiz. <laughs> Good thing I got all the What are you doing, Jeremiah? I like that that fucking message that uh, that person sent in that chat. And I'll never unsee it. So our first two competitors so far are going to be Sam and Jeremiah. Two more being announced. Oh, that was gross. Sorry, Ethan, that we will not be using you for a quiz. Ethan can come and like be like a water boy, even though we'll Why all be on I, our own computer. Just, so it's not know, really I'm gonna, gonna sit off it. to the side. I'll 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 mess around in the comments. I can do that. Give his wife answers. Oh, you know what? I have a good idea. I have I have a solid idea. Now that I'm gonna let you run that. I was gonna say I'll do no, I'm not gonna give her answers. She can figure it out on her own. She I'll help she, her stuff. I'll help her study, but here's the here's the trick. We don't know what it's on. We know it's wrestling related. That's it. So then yeah, how do I'm you not, help her study? I'm not giving I'm you just guys... gonna run her through. I'm just gonna random wrestling trivia. <laughs> it might help, it might not. I don't know. Matt, okay. Bet. Okay. Go ahead, guys. Continue on. What I just think? don't understand how you study for something you know nothing. Well, you don't know what the topic is. How I graduated high school. I don't fucking know. Well, no, you graduated high school because they pass you unless your parents tell them not to. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. There was some there were some kids that they didn't they just said no, wasn't happening. Well, I don't think they, they told the parents like, either because the parents showed up to graduation. What where the fuck's my kid at? And the kids did like they just not do the bare minimum. Oh, yeah, no, literally, it's not. Dude, my senior year, I had three tech classes, two art classes, and a gym class. Yeah, all you got to do is the bare minimum, and you can... Bro, I'm telling you, if you do the bare minimum, it's up to your parents if you graduate. That's yeah, it wasn't difficult. I somehow I, I somehow ended up with like a 3.8. Well, oh, that's idea. crazy. I did not. That was not my score. It's okay, Reed. We really don't know what we're talking about anyway. So no, um, we, we've derailed. WWE. Horribly. Well, so we're speaking. We can talk about the draft. The NFL draft is going on. WWE draft starts tomorrow night. We talked about the belt situation. Uh, whatever brand Roman Reigns goes to, the opposite Smackdown. brand ends up with the consolation prize belt. Yeah. They now, do. the question is: Is this going to be so? so Tentatively speaking, it seems like this is going to be a legitimate brand split again. However, we know that lasts about hmm, two months, and then it goes wild card, baby. Yeah, wild card rule. Um, if if you're moving people, here's my question. So, say Roman, I think Roman's going to stay on SmackDown. I think Roman stays yes. on SmackDown. He keeps the blue belt. They keep it two two belts, but one title continues over there. How do you set up the main event picture on Raw? Um, L.A. Knight versus Seth Rollins. See, I just don't. I like. It's not. He's not long term main event picture for me. Who Seth or L.A. Knight? It's just not long term main event picture for me. I think you're going to have to set that one up. That's where you're going to bring in your, or you're going to have your Austin theory is going to be on that one. 
I think he, whatever show Seth Rollins is on, Austin Theory is going to be on it. I think you're going to move. I also think you're going to move Drew to Drew to Raw. Yes, Drew to Raw is definitely happening. I think Cody goes to SmackDown. He keeps chasing Roman because it makes sense for the story. No. He doesn't. Why give him that belt? It doesn't make sense. Why? Well, I don't think you give him that belt. But I don't. All right. So I don't think you put him to SmackDown to keep going on with this story. No offense to the Cody story part of the bloodline shit, but I'm over it. I'm done. You failed for now, and you need you need to beat Roman, right? But here's the thing: you don't need to beat Roman any goddamn time soon. And the best way to make sure that you don't go near Roman is to put you on another show. It's even a part of your story. The fact that you don't want to be there. The fact that you want to be over there on Roman, but you can't get the Roman because you don't get the pass. That's fair. Yeah, I can, I can. That's my opinion on it. I don't think he needs to have the other belt. Like, I like I at like, like, who do you think? Seth's like the real only guy right now. I think you can put it on. But I think if you put it on Finn, it does more. I, I also think Finn and the Bloodline are getting, not Bloodline, but the Judgment Day are getting moved to SmackDown since Rio's the SmackDown Women's Champion. If, it, if move, it stays that way. Or they're going to move Bianca and do the belt switch. Yeah, as long as it doesn't go down like Charlotte and Becky did. Yeah. Um, so my so then that lays on, a, or that puts out a question, or that puts a question out there then. Uh I think, and this is how I would book this, after Cody's done with whatever the bullshit he's got going on right now, put him in something with Austin Theory. It's going to help Theory in the long run. And worst case is, if you take the title off of Theory, it's not the worst thing in the world for Cody to hold the U.S. belt. No. Uh, and it frees Theory up to go have his, to go get back into a thing with Seth about the bit or about the bigger belt. If you want to bring it, uh, start to approach that side of it again, because I think he's put in the work, it's looking good. I think his character has gotten way better. Now, it's been a little cool recently, but I think it's gotten a lot better. And the U.S. title doesn't feel like a hot potato right now, which is nice. The same thing with the IC title, because Gunther is going to hold that bitch for a long time. Yeah, because I was going to say Bobby Lashley, but I think they're going to throw Lashley over to SmackDown. Dog, I think Gunther's going to Raw, and I'm pretty sure Theory's going to go to SmackDown. Straight off the mid-card titles? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure because they're going to start, even though SmackDown's the bigger show, technically, by, like, money and shit, mm -hmm. fucking Raw's the baby. You know what I mean? It's three hours. It's it's the thing. And Gunther ain't been there. Like, he's one of the, he's, like, he's been on it a few times, but he's one of the dudes that, like, he's SmackDown. So now you bring him to Raw you give Gunther a whole new plethora of people to fucking dominate, to keep, continue the run. And then Gunther's not going to dethrone fucking Roman, but Gunther can sure as shit dethrone a Seth. Reed, I'm not going to put that comment up on screen. However, uh, he's in a little legal trouble right now, so we're just going to let that one buzz under the radar. Yeah. He's currently pulling a Brett Favre against the people of Mississippi. Yeah, if we don't see your con if we don't put your comment up, we either one of two things, either we miss it or it's dumb. But yeah, I don't know. That that seems right. Um like my predictions, I think you're gonna have I think you're gonna have Bailey go over to SmackDown alone, breaking up this whole damage control thing. What um, do you do? 
What do you do with the tag belts? I mean, if we're going to have unified tag champs and one set of women's tag champs, I believe that those champions should bounce between both brands. I think what would be a cool thing for the women's tag titles, excuse me, I'm slurring there, uh, have Liv get drafted to Raw and have Raquel get drafted to SmackDown. And their motivation to stay together is that they have to hold the tag titles. Oh, see, I they was have thinking, to go to separate brands. I was thinking that exact thing, but for the men's title. Who do we think will get moved up to NXT from NXT? That's a great question. Uh, Cameron Grimes. Oh, yeah, I think uh, that's a given. And Braun Breaker. There it is. Those are my two. I'm going to tell you somebody who I think would th- absolutely thrive on the main <laughs> roster is Andre Chase. Yes. I and think Andre Chase that. would be real fun. I want Eli Dragunov in Gunther's yes. crew as the mid card. Yeah. Bro, listen. Um, when, it, when it happens, because I don't care that it's already been done twice, he's the guy that's got to take the belt off of Gunther. Not right now. Not six months from now. It can be a year from now. But that is who I want to see face Gunther for that IC belt. They're either going to call up. I think they're either going to call up Roxanne or Cora. I don't think they're going to do both. I think it'll be Cora. I think Roxy still needs to be down there. Yeah. She did. Well, she just lost her rematch last night. Nope. I mean, on Tuesday. Nope. 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 Gigi Dolan, whatever show Rhea is not on. So you have alt mommy number two. Thank you. Good. Good answer. Jeremiah. Good answer. It, it really is, though, like, and they're different. Like, it, it's like, it's different, but it's going to attract the the same attention from the male audience. Welcome to the chat, Joe. You know what I mean, uh, though? I mean, it, just because you're on main event doesn't mean you're getting called up. There's a bunch of people on NXT that have wrestled a couple matches on main event that are still down there. And Kaylee Ray was wrestling on main event, and she's not with WWE right now. So, main event doesn't really mean shit. Isn't I thought she was? Isn't she Alba Fire? No, no, Kaylee Ray. I'm thinking. Who's the other one? Who's the really bubbly one? Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray. Thank you. Well, Kylie Ray is like nowhere right now. I thought. Yeah, she wrestled a couple matches on main event and then said she wasn't signing with them. So main event really doesn't mean shit. Just it's a it's a trial thing. That's what it's there for. It's that YouTube show they can throw up that's an hour long. It doesn't mean shit. No dark, dark elevation. It. Yeah, exactly. It's their dark elevation. But I think the, I think you guys are right. I think Seth Rollins is going to be the world champ. Like that's Trip's guy. It I is, just, it's not Trip's guy, dog. He's bro. He's the best wrestler in the fucking world, bro. Fight me. I think he's the best wrestler they have on the WWE roster. Who's better than him? Who's better than him on the in the world? In the world, Canyon? in the who? yeah, who? Daniel Bryan. No, or Bryan no. Danielson. I said Canyon. <laughs> no, uh, I disagree. Will Osprey's a better wrestler. I don't think he's a better person, but I think he's a better wrestler. So here's the thing, man. Like, are you talking just straight technical wrestling? No, I'm talking, talking about talking more wrestling? entertaining. I'm talking more entertaining. Like, I highly life. disagree. I highly disagree with you. Heel Kenny Omega disagree. to me is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Heel. And he's Kenny. and he's and he's nowhere near as entertaining as Seth Rollins on Seth Rollins' worst day. 
I disagree with because that. Because if you're just talking in-ring action, that's a very specific part of wrestling, but only 10% of it. Unless it's Kenny Omega, and then it's an hour and a half long in the Tokyo Dome. I mean, it's... There's well, so many people. I, I'm you can sorry. Say. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. He's the best person in WWE right now, but no, I think there's too many people, in, like especially when Brian I, Danielson I, is walking the face of the earth. I would. I have a hard time. Like complete. He's a complete package, though. That's the thing with. That's the thing with Seth. Is he's a, he's got everything. He's got the charisma. He's got the on-screen looks. Oh, he's got the looks. He has the on-screen presence, not just on the microphone, but just generally in the ring. Carries himself really well. Does well in the ring, and he can talk. It's. I hate to be. It is dude. really good. I hate to be this dude, man, but like, bro. Brian Danielson is like it. Brian Danielson is great depending on who you put him with. Seth Rollins will fucking make entertainment gold out with anybody. It's very different. It's like Seth Rollins is like an AJ Styles, but with like the entertainment aspect. AJ Styles will never have a bad match with anybody, and he will elevate whoever he is in the ring with to his level. Danielson won't have Seth a bad Rollins match can with do anyone. that in the ring and with entertainment. In one bad not. match, Danielson has had in AEW. I haven't said I'm talking more than wrestling, Clinton. Because oh, yeah. That is more no, than wrestling. no. Fucking Danielson makes me cry. So he makes being, me feel shit. So, being Dan, a yeah, but oh, man. Seth Rollins can do that. But Seth Rollins can also get the fucking part where you have to put him in the middle of the show. Seth Rollins can fill any part of the show. Daniel Bryan cannot, or Bryan Danielson, either has to be in something that's important or. It's it doesn't matter. He can't be the B guy. Seth can be A, B, or C. Seth is the literal total package and a fucking wrestler. Wasn't the whole gimmick behind Danielson was that he was the B player? Which was the A player storyline. <laughs> I could make a I could make a heavy case right now that the three best, and now mind you, there's a there's a term here, professional wrestler. Which is which is a which is an entirety of a package. I can make a case that the three best professional wrestlers on the planet right now are Seth Rollins, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and this might shock some people, the Miz. I agree with you. I, I would actually like I like I mean I might if I sat down and were to compile like it but I like I don't hate that list. I do not at all. Because like, the Miz you you said something though that struck a chord with me about them about that. The Miz is one of those guys that you can put him anywhere. Is he is he the main event guy? No. But but if you put him in there with a guy who is in the main event, he will rise to their level. He will open the show. He will do the middle of the show. He will do the show that comes on after called Miz and Mrs. where he gets to laugh at you because he's getting to stare at Maurice's tits the entire time. And he's like, look at my fucking life. I'm awesome. I'm the Miz. My balls are huge. Like... I love I love Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> if you wanted to go in ring capabilities only, yes, Daniel Brian Danielson's hands down one of the two or three best in ring competitors currently on the scene. I will never argue with that, and he's been that for fifteen years. I agree. And my man can cut an emotional ass promo. Like, don't get me wrong, bro. He can bring you to tears. He can. Like, don't do not get it twisted. But like, it, he can only do 
the compelling lead. I had a really bad so so and this is this is touching on this. This is gonna chap Clint real bad, right? Here. I would say maybe, John maybe Moxley. Not. I would say John Moxley has more range than Debray. I be honest hasn't with show, you. He hasn't shown it recently. Not recently, but like if you go throughout his career, the guy like you can put him anywhere and the guy can do it. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't need to be the guy right now. Right now he just needs to be the cool badass in a group turning heel. So I have Clint's man, mad. Clint's I'm mad here let's let you two talk. I have what if God, this is gonna this is gonna suck. Okay, so uh I'm sorry, Clint. I love you. So WCW. There was something that happened to WCW that changed the wrestling landscape forever. That was the NWO. Yeah. But what if the NWO did as much good as or did as much damage as they did good to professional wrestling? Oh no, it really did. It it seriously did. Because as cool as uh, the NWO made it, they made every wrestler's job that much harder. Because there was no, I'm a superhero, I'm this guy, I'm that guy. The, everything had to have a sense of realism to it. And it and it puts this into that perspective. Because if you took that Brian Danielson and you put him in 1992 WCW, mind you, not size-wise, but 92 WCW, he'd run circles around people in the ring and everybody would be looking at him going, this guy's the best thing ever. And he wouldn't have to talk because they would have put a mouthpiece with him. But when you bring that realism attitude into it, and it's got he's got to talk, it's like okay, cool. He's going to cut a really good emotional promo about three or four times a year. But on a show that like it's a soap opera, it revolves around talking a lot. He's missing that one piece to his thing, his one piece. And it's not that he's that it's bad. It's just he's got three like three elite talents and then one middle of the road talent. And and so you're like he's an elite wrestler in ring competitor and he can really tug at your heartstrings, but is he a guy that you can put in anything and he's always going to be the best part of it? Team hell now. But, but that was a lot of that was on Kane going outside of his comfort zone and doing something. That was different. both wrestlers bringing out the best in one another when it came to storytelling. That was Scorpio sky being the best fucking therapist you've ever seen. Oh my God. There was a lot of moving parts. I'm not gonna, bro. I I don't hate Brian at all. I love Brian. Like, no, I'm just saying. Like, you made a comment earlier about blanket statements to say that Seth Rollins is the greatest professional wrestler on. So Seth Rollins over last year literally proved that you can be the fucking guy in the company while there is literally a guy that the company is pushing to be the guy without having to have a title. My man did three fucking amazing matches with Cody Rhodes with help solidify this entire storyline, which brought us to WrestleMania. Without those three matches, no one would give a shit. Uh, My man had a banger with Logan Paul and proved to everybody finally and shut him up that that man fucking is good and can fucking do it. Uh, Anything you have given Seth Rollins last year only elevated anybody who was in the ring with him to a level that he is on so that now you have two stars after any interaction. I'll continue if you'd like. No, I'm just saying that I can say that about a lot of people too. You can't. And I'll wait for you to do it. I've got two people I can say that about. Two is not a lot. No, no. I'm just saying I have two examples, and this is going to prove what kind of talent we're looking at in front of us, and it's great. And and Clint's a Seth Rollins fan. Sorry, I I am. I don't hate on him. I don't hate on Seth. I love Seth. Like I said, he's one of the top three performers going today. 
I'm sorry. I'm not meaning to like team up, but I'm having like these revelations as they're coming into my, into my noggin here. So there's two people also, that I can think of. I want to uh, apologize to everybody at home real quick. We never actually talk wrestling like this and when we hang out. So this is fun. So y'all get to suffer. 96, 97 HBK. Sean was a fucking dickhead by all accounts, everybody around him. But he had everything. He had the look. He could do the in-ring stuff. He got on the mic. He was captivating. He was he was the total package. Seth Rollins. Sting. NWO Sting. Same thing. That's that's the, like, not NWO Sting, but when he was going against the Crow Sting. That's the two guys that I look at and go, that's what they were. Because, like, those guys could go in the ring. They could do everything. Rollins is doing that right now, and we're fucking spoiled by it because... We see it so often that, like, it, we're going to look back in 10 years and go, holy shit, Seth Rollins is like, yeah, did this guy, is this guy drawing the numbers that Stone Cold and The Rock and, and shit like that did? No, but he's like, he's the glue. But not only is he the glue, he's the fucking gorilla glue or the grizzly bear glue, if you want to get from that from earlier. It, it's fucking amazing. And, and we've got to see his entire career, which is something we never get to okay, see. Okay, here. I, here's the thing though he's not my style of wrestler like i'll give him all the credit where it's due but to me in my opinion i think gunther is a more complete wrestler in wwe than seth rollins is well gunther, in, in, gunther's sorry. the best talent that they have like come on he's added legitimacy to that intercontinental championship every match he has had has had a, been a fucking banger and a half i look forward to seeing well, him the most on every show. The guy doesn't need to talk. We view wrestling different, I think. What was that? I think we view wrestling different. We do. We That's do. the thing yeah. about wrestling is you can view it differently. You can have different opinions as long as you're not an asshole about it. No, which is what we're doing. We're just discussing yeah. everything. And like, like he thinks he's point. pissing me off or like. No, I don't. No, no, no. I don't. I, it's your I opinion. I did hold my last comment I was going to make, though, because you're like, as long as you're not being an asshole. And I was like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yes. like, the, like if you want to make the like the argument that The Miz is the most complete wrestler on the face of the earth, you Brock can. Brock Lesnar is in the top three. Hey, Brock Lesnar. This recent run, fuck yes. Him, him grabbing a mic, him walking away from Paul Heyman and doing his talking on his own made Brock. Brock was always, like, the biggest, most fearsome guy. Dog, I'm talking about Brock selling in any match ever. Brock, so realistically, Brock has the best false finish kickout in the history of professional wrestling. That kickout makes you a star. He is the master of the 2.99999 kickout. He's one of those guys. He looks like he's dead. He's not looking up at the ref. He feels those hands. He knows the count. It's that one that, like, the best one I'll go to. I'm sorry to bring up Daniel Bryan again. The Daniel Bryan kick out at Survivor Series. I think it was 2016 or 2017 where he kicked Daniel him in the Bryan. dick. Yeah, and he kneed him in the face where Brock rolled away from the ropes to make it look like it was the finish because he's a professional. Oh and the, one of the best false finishes I've ever seen. Bro, he did it with Finn. He did it with AJ. Brock, listen. He's like, the best. And, and like, I'm like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, right? But like... So, like, for you, the, the style that you like of wrestling, right? Like, you like it to be realistic fighting type feel. You know what I mean? That's, like, the guys you like. The guys that make it look real, that look like they are tough and can hey, destroy Taylor. you. Also, also G-Fam. I didn't see that. My bad, buddy. You know what I mean? So, like, Brock's that guy. Like, realistically, Brock 
if he stands next to anybody, minus Omos, right, mm-hmm. should look like he never loses, except Brock can make you think any guy that he wants you to think can beat him because he is that good. My, look, if my guy sells for you, you it, it's you go to an you go up a level. Like if you it, want if you want to see an example of his selling, go watch him and see him punk at SummerSlam 2013. Genuinely one of my top 10 favorite matches of all time. It was also, the best match of 2013. And in my opinion, it was the best Brock Lesnar match of his second run before he came back after the pandemic. Can't name a bad Brock Lesnar match because he doesn't have them. Ricochet, Braun Strowman, uh, Kane Velasquez. Nope, Brock didn't have those. Ricochet, Braun Strowman, and Kane Velasquez had those. And you got something salvageable because Brock Lesnar is a G. So Sorry, only Kofi one Kingston. I, the Kofi Kingston is the one, the only one that I'll beef about that with because of how it was set up. It wasn't meant to be a match. It was meant no. to be Brock. Brock gets a title. That was it. And that wasn't so. But here's the thing: that's that's not a Brock match. That's a Vince squash. If they would have got a match, that match would have been gold. But Brock oh, and Bobby oh, have been awesome. Oh, Dean Ambrose WrestleMania 32. I can make the I can make the case that that was Ambrose. I can make the case it was both of them. I can make the case that that wasn't a match. That was just a booked appearance that Brock Lesnar got paid for, and that's how he treated it. That's how he treated treats almost every match. Like, I oh, think man. he's at the point in his career he only works with whoever he wants to, which is going to lead to better Lesnar matches like that almost match. Well, he does. He, bro, Way they, better he, than expected. They wanted him to work with. Like originally going in the mania, like like when the like all like the rumor mill started. Like originally it was supposed to be like a weird five way thing, which was gonna happen. <laughs> like Brock, Omos, fucking uh, Bray. Like they were gonna merge like a bunch of the B B plus storylines mm-hmm. into like some mega thing. And Brock's like, I'm not working with Bray. It's not doing it. Yeah, Don't he doesn't do want to kill him. Like it, nothing salvageable from that. You guys want your mind fucking blown. At one point we had, and this is the only reason I'm looking this up as as Brock matches. At one point at a big four pay-per-view Royal Rumble 2004, Clinton, who did Brock Lesnar face for the WWE title? 2004? Yeah. Bob Holly. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Just. First of all, if you ask Bob Holly, Bob Holly should have been champion. How dare you? Bob Holly will. I'm not going down that road because he'll appear at my door and knock me the fuck bro, out. Bro, like, you didn't pay for the car ride. And I'm like, I've never been in a car with you. Bro, I tried to set you up there. I did. This is why I have to give a championship. No one can no one can beat me. I know too much. All right, we ready? Oh, speaking of that, we have to do that. We we have to. We're an hour in. Oh, a sporkle thing? No. We don't we have to do isn't backlash this weekend? No, it's next weekend. Oh, I don't pay attention. Yeah. So we'll have predictions next Thursday. It'll oh, be uploaded word. to YouTube. We're going to film it next whatever day we can. I thought we had to do it. No, I thought we had to do it tonight. No, no. We still no. have all the matches. Oh. Yeah. We still got a full, we still got the draft and everything coming up. So we'll see what, what happens over the next week. Man. Uh, Bad Bunny's going to win. Yeah, he is. 
So there's a TikTok filter out right now. It's a WWE bracket, right? So you just nod your head back and forth and it'll pick the person. And I immediately clicked off of the one. The one that comes up is Hogan and Savage. And I was like, she's not a real fan. She picked Hogan. Um, and then I kept going and I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like, how, what, what fucking stranglehold? And this is what's lost me. What fucking stranglehold did Hogan have on the whole fucking world for like 25 years? It was nuts. It's the song. It's gotta be. That's that's no, gotta be. What, bro, it's the song, dog. So it's, it's so Rick. So Rick Derringer had the fucking world in a chokehold. Oh, thank you, Taylor. We appreciate. Fuck, I gotta go grab an edible. Bro, I'm a real American, dog. It, it gets in you. Like I hate it. <laughs> okay, what's better, real American or American made? Not to give Hogan limelight, but he did have two banger entrance themes. Bro, what about what about the fucking his NWO? We're not talking that. That's NWO. We're talking his well, American themes. No, he had themes. a specific one, though. Hogan yeah, we're talking his American themes. Bro, I mean, this is... So I, I want to get real for a second. Like, I try to explain to people, dog, like, in the NDC, and I'm like, listen, your song matters. Because trust me, it can carry you through a lot. Look That's why we use Maven's theme. It matters, man. Like what, like what I sent you. Like what I sent you that I got approval for. It matters. Like, it really does. fucking bop. It's like it, it's the first, it's the literal first second of any establishment about who the fuck's coming out the curtain, dog. It, oh, it's so important. You know what I, you know what I was doing? So we had looked at another one. There was another song, and I was like, "All right, cool." They, it was Bobby Schmurda had one, and I was, yeah. listening to it and I was like, hey, "Are you, you gonna come out to what I?" Oh, is it is it the 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 super cool one that I sent you? Oh, uh, I, thought, I thought when you said Bobby Schmurda for a reason, I was like, "Is bro, that would be great if you came out the hot." Word I'm not gonna say. <laughs> oh it would be so ironic. <laughs> can you imagine, can you imagine coming out to an Inkster show for that? No, I think you should come out to the like uh the whitest community show to that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, go up to fucking Mr. Chainsaw uh, and do that. Oh like, dog. Like Cal Casca, yeah. Um Carrie you know, golf gloves out. I, go full Kerwin White with the entrance. That one that I said that one that I sent you though, the soup cool, the one, the, the Hoochie yeah. Daddy. Yeah, so that one, what I was listening to, and I'm like, okay, we gotta have a, you gotta have a good banger. You have a fucking fantastic banger coming out to coming out to Montero, right? So my thought was, all right, so you gotta have something that's got like a little bit of curtain time, and then a beat hits, and that's when you can come through. So you always have a cue, and that's where I was looking at like great fucking theme songs, and one of the best theme songs ever. It's licensed, obviously, but it's Metalingus. Because you know oh, when yeah, he's no, going to hit. So good. You take so long to get to a point. Because it's an it's called. You take the scenic route every time. I'm like, I you lose, me just lose, lose track or where are we going? Like, I'm just like, where is he going with this? I was wondering five minutes ago. Oh, fucking oh, man. Metalingus is really good though. Like, bro, you have to though. You need you need anywhere from like ten to thirty seconds mm-hmm. of build, and then raw curtain. Like I used to, my you don't original need three song minutes was, of a Phil Collins song. Well, that's one person. I know, I know. It's and one it fucking. It's so and, good. And and listen, I will allow it till the day it doesn't pop me. Right. Oh, it you pops every time. Like, that's how you and I started talking. Was over that song. My favorite part about that is somebody who hasn't seen it before sitting around going, "What the fuck is going on?" Like you can just see it in their eyes, and everybody's like, "Shut the fuck up." You get three minutes to shut up. Shut up. Do you oh, remember? So I remember. Don't worry. 
Oh, it's so good. But no, no, like I used to come out to a Millie. Like that was my original theme. And like, I can't do it because like I don't know what they're actually saying. But then you wait for the Millie, a Millie, and then right when the words start, you come out. Yeah, it's uh, it fucks. But it does, though. But some people like to just come out to their favorite song, and it's like I have bad news for you. It's not a good theme song. No, look at everybody. Look at everybody in the indie scene that's got a killer fucking theme song. Adam fucking thing. Wick. Adam's song is Adam's Adam's song was good. Sam Beal has one of the most fun fucking intros because no matter what, him. but it fits yeah, but him. the best part about his intro is that thirty seconds before that somebody could have been like fuck Nickelback and you look over at him the next thing you know is and they're fucking singing rock star and you're like see you jackass. KJ Reynolds guy. with Downfall of Us All is a good theme for him. Xander Bennett, if he, if he, my son, my tag partner, if he takes my, my, my advice, has going to have a new banger theme. My boyfriend, AVZ, has a banger entrance theme. Well, his is custom. I know, but it's still a banger. It is good. Mm-hmm. He's not a champ, though, so I don't understand it half the time when he's not a champ. And he it's like, champ, champ, champ. And I'm just he, like. He'd get away with that at RCW, but that's it. Yeah, I was like, you don't have a belt here. What are you, what are you doing? You're not even in a title match. Uh, I'm Soul Taker's <laughs> take on Biker Taker's theme is pretty funny. That one's really good. No soul. I'm, like, I'm gonna shout out Eddie Dillon, the Rat King, because like his it has that whole custom bit in the beginning where it's him just talking into the <laughs> mic as if it's like him trying to figure out how to work his theme music. <laughs> And then it starts. Eddie try. Eddie does some real experimental stuff. And I like it. I yeah. I was talking to him about a bunch of his stuff, and just it's coming along. He's got me. Kids got editing chops. Speaking of editing, you know, it's another one that's got editing chops. James Fury, bro. James Fury's like James Fury. Like don't like don't show him this because like I do not need him to get a big head. He could but be if you're watching it. We don't know. James Fury has the potential to have the Seth Rollins package. Dog. That kid is like, watch the way he sells moves. Watch the way like in ring he carries himself. He's never out of character. He's always James Fury while he's in that ring. Like mm-hmm. my guy, like, bro, he gets into position. I, mean, I, I can't explain it to you. My guy, phenomenal. What a contrast to if you know him outside of there. Oh, my Jesus. It is so crazy. It is absolutely insane. He's even more nuts. <sighs> it's anyway. That's a word. That's a word for it. Anyways, yeah. that's gonna do it from us tonight. <coughs> Thank you for all sitting here watching this. Um, like we said, we're gonna run through this again real quick. Next Wednesday, 7 p.m. We're gonna be live both here on our channel and on the Wrestling Rage YouTube channel. Is that what time that starts? Yeah. No one told me. Oh, it's in the group chat. Oh, okay. yeah, but it, but it got buried by stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, we started talking about eight balls and brothels. Um, and then we oh. found out that Cody doesn't know how much an eight ball costs anymore. I used to buy a whole eight ball for $100. That's, that's PK Batman. I'm Ethan. You can find me at Jensen Collins 3 on Twitter. Beneath us, but never below us, is Jeremiah Goldman, the boss, the 24 Carolina on all of the socials. 
and we are on a forklift. You can find us at on a forklift pod on Twitter, on a forklift pod wrestling podcast on YouTube, on a forklift re- wrestling pod on Twitch, and Thursday nights at nine on UPN. And as always, we love you, Judy. Love you, Judy. Love you, Judy. Have, have a good night, you sexy beasts. I can see my fantasy. I'm so consumed in it. What I 